All right, welcome. Welcome, everybody. So like most of you, uh, we've been struck by this case that's going on right now, the missing persons case of Gabby Petito. And I felt totally compelled to dig into this, to do what we can um, to help maybe people from the search team could chime in today. I'm not sure, but we're, we're going to analyze this and talk about this. Uh, Mike yeah, has done absolutely. some insane research. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so for those of you that, that don't know, I'm going to just kind of give you up, bring you up to speed here really quick. Uh, Gabby and her fiance, Brian Laundrie, uh, decided to go on a multiple month uh, expedition. Uh, they had a Instagram blog per se in which that was the we'll put that pull that up there Nolan cut two which was the van life uh on Instagram so uh having said that that that's it that's good um so they decided to to go across the country and and tour uh multiple spots and live within their van and kind of document their life uh at some point uh everything seemed to be going well it seemed for for several months and on the 12th of August, there was a discrepancy or a disagreement per se uh, amongst them in which the police were involved. Several days later, and we'll get kind of more in depth into that as, as this conversation continues. Several days later, uh, Gabby goes off the grid, uh, doesn't contact mom or dad's not like her. And September 1st, Brian arrives at home with their van uh, without Gabby. So there's a a big hubbub about what happened to Gabby. How do we find Gabby? And we feel it's, we'd be remiss if we didn't use this platform to kind of give some ideas and theories as to what can happen, uh, what had happened. Especially being parents ourselves. Absolutely. uh, Pulls at your heartstrings. Absolutely. I was pretty tore up. Uh, so go ahead real quick. Uh, the, for the people that aren't familiar, maybe you're seeing this for the first time, uh, the photo of both of them. So, so that's Gabby. Uh, Gabby is still considered missing. So those of you, we know we have a vast viewing area. If yeah. you see Gabby, please, please, please reach out. Call 911. Uh, her photos are all over Instagram once again. Uh, so and then, you show the Instagram. We'll go back to her Instagram page. Uh, that's the van life. That's her blog. Her last blog, I believe came up on August 25th. It was an eight minute, uh, video. What's her handle again? Can you see it on there? Is it up at the top in the address bar? Say that again. Yeah. So the, yeah, it's just her name. If, if you look on Instagram, it's just, uh, just, just uh, type in Gabby Petito and you'll, her yeah. account will come right up. P-E-T-I-T-O. But she's using the hashtag van life for all of her photos and, and videos. Correct. Um, and then let's throw up the timeline. Uh, the recent timeline that's going around. Let's give you an idea of their trip. Yeah. So, so ultimately the timeline's starting in New York-ish. Uh, heading out to Kansas. At some point, they're in Utah, Colorado, then in Moab. Uh, looks like the the van was impounded. Oh, September 11th, the van was impounded uh, by Florida. So, but it, it then basically goes after after August 25th. They kind of go off the grid, and uh, the van doesn't arrive back till. Uh, September 1st in Florida. So it's a very interesting timeline. Uh, there are some things that, that we'll, we'll get to later. I want to stress this is part one of us covering it, that this, uh, this event. Uh, I'm delving into it more and more every day. Uh, yeah. I want to introduce our yeah, guests. Yeah, so, so as I got Mike hooked onto this and... Uh, Mike came up with, you know, it's intense. First of all, 
we did a ton of research and Mike came up with a great idea. Hey, let's ask Jerry to come back on. And Jerry has uh, experience with, uh, Jerry, you can unmute yourself. He's got experience with dowsing rods, which is a um, kind of an ancient technique. Hi, Jerry and Jen. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Good to see you again. Thanks for having us back. What's happening? So what, what do you guys think? How are you feeling? It, um, it, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know the process. I've never seen it before, but I was wondering if you could just tell us about it. So, so to our, our, our viewing audience, let, let, let me preface this, that yeah. uh, we reached out to Jerry and Jen today. Today. Uh, they have no knowledge uh, or, or remedial knowledge now of what we're, we were talking about. They had no knowledge of this case. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously Jerry and Jen are... Uh, experts in the the realm of uh, psychic experiments, as we call them, right? And uh, well, let, let's get your take on this. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was your question? Uh, no, let's, I, let's I said, get, Mike said, let's get your take on this. What uh, have you, Jerry? Have you found anything today? Have you uh, what, what have you felt or discovered? Well, I've kind of. I haven't really, I'm really glad you reached out to me today because I, I heard about it, but I never really, I didn't have an interest to get involved, but now that you got, that you reached out to me, I actually want, I'm, I'm glad that I can, I can share my perception, share what I'm getting, um, because I, sh- I feel like I should put my gifts to, uh, you know, to help the, the greater good, that's, uh, it's quite an honor to do that, so I, since you reached out to me this afternoon, I, I had a chance to, to kind of go over, like, the, the emotion and feelings I was getting, Kind of, I used my dowsing rods behind, you know, earlier today behind the scenes, and they kind of dows on the map, and I was led to, to, uh, well, to Utah, and but then I asked myself, is she in Utah? No, she's not. Is she alive? Yes, she is. She's, so she's not. We know, I'm getting that she's not dead. She's alive. I, I kind of get that she's, she's a, uh, 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 she, she has some kind of like, a, uh, like, a, like a mental. I mean. Not like 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 an instability. She's throwing throwing like had like a like a mental breakdown, we can say. And she said, you know what? Just leave me here. And so Brian said she was like, he had had it with with the bickering. So he said, All right, I'm out. I'm out. Because I'm sure the, the bickering was ongoing from from what I understand, it was ongoing for a long time. She had been living with uh Brian's family from what I understand for 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 meeting earlier today, what for the past two years. So they kind of, I think he kind of had an idea about what was going on and leave, this was supposed to be to me like, like, okay, we're, we're fiance, we're going to get married. It's going to be a trip to kind of clear the air and start anew and like we kind of reinvigorate the relationship and it just didn't turn out that way. And um, these are feelings you're getting, right? That this isn't anything, obviously you, you have further researched this, but this was the initial feelings that you got prior to reading anything uh, about yeah. this case. Exactly. So he left, he left her, not, not, I wouldn't say abandoned. I would say more like, uh, she said, you know what? Screw it. Leave me here. I'm tired of this. And, and, and he said, so Brian said, okay, good. So I'm, I'm leaving. And, and she, I mean, she's capable of taking care of herself. And, and I think she, uh, she started hitchhiking somewhere. I, I think she's, she's hiding out somewhere and she's going to be found, uh, uh, alive within the next, uh, with the next Within the next month, the next 30 days, I, I think I, I get the sensation she's going to come up. And it's going to be one of those cases where she threw a, she had a mental breakdown, had to take a break. And at the end of the day, we're all going to understand like, okay, okay, we get it. We now, now that we're coming more and more familiar with like, uh, 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 mental health issues, it's going to be like, sure. oh, it's those things. Okay. Hey, that, that makes sense. That's right. Dude. Jerry, uh, that's very insightful. In in this day and age where, unfortunately, we have nothing but negative headlines and cases like this often don't end up like that. I, I sincerely hope that your your feelings and your premonitions are are correct. And, and then, you know, it, she can get the help she needs. So we kind yeah, of have a, we, we have opposing views, right? As far as how... Yeah, uh, for, for those that don't know, I have a I have a background. I'm a former uh, police investigator, former chief of police, and uh, I, I've invested uh, major crimes in the past. So, having said that, I, I kind of take a more 
I, I don't want to say jaded standpoint. I, um, I have no psychic abilities. I have no feelings. I kind of just look at the facts as they lay before me and try to put together pieces of a puzzle. Every and- time I construct what I think is the scenario and I'm so confident you, you tear it all down and make me I'm sorry. look at things like from uh, 50 different angles. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, there, there's often just like with what you guys are saying, uh, Jerry and Jen, you know, that you, you have these tools at your disposal tools that I don't have. What do I have? I have kind of training and experience. Um, and a lot of it do, does have to do with, you know, what do you feel inside that sixth sense? So maybe in, in a sense, I have that. Yeah. Um, but I'm also looking at it from an objective perspective. I'm not looking at it where uh, specifically you guys are, are more on the feelings, emotions, what, what you guys are, are gathering from that energy. I'm looking at it, trying from the 30,000 foot perspective, looking down on the, the entire picture. I, I sincerely hope that you guys are hundred percent correct and that she's right now in, in the midst of trying to get home. I don't know why if she's in a mental health uh, state where she needs mental help at this point, uh, that would, I suppose, make sense why you might get the feeling that she's trying to hunker down where more so she might be trying to figure out her next move. Um, and I don't want to put words in your mouth uh, with that respect. What do you think? Do you, I know we're going we're to make this a multiple part series. Yeah. You guys want to hear my theory? I, I think we need to lay the framework out because it's so good. And I don't think people are ready for it because obviously the police are not going to give any clues as to what they're thinking or doing. No, and- it's, it's their job to be tight-lipped. It's their, the, the police's job is not to talk to the media. Right. And every time a development happens, they're not. it's not their job to say, oh, hey, look, this is what we got going on. Now, obviously, we don't so- have up-close-and-personal details. But right. from what we do have... We have a former investigator that can piece some shit together. And uh, I just think we need to lay it out there because this is, it's so, I mean, in, in a horrible way, it's fascinating. Um, sure. Yeah. So, so, so before I delve into that, uh, Jen, uh, and I, I, I know and I'm going to put this back on you. Uh, what are you feeling about it? Before, once again, we, we we're, we might have a different perspective and we're open to different perspectives on these things. And the reason that is because we, I'm hoping I'm wrong. And, and I really, I value your insight. You're, you're, you're professional. It's the only reason we asked you back on the show is because I think you are, are credible individuals that, that have integrity. So I'm really interested in, in what your perspective is on this. I think that she is still alive. I agree with Jerry on that. Um, I feel like what I'm seeing is um, that she's walking on the streets, um, maybe even barefooted, uh, white shirt, uh, green pants, barefooted, walking, um, and I think that she's tired. I think she's exhausted. I don't think she's aware that so many people are looking for her. Um, are you writing this down? Mm-hmm. All right. And so everything you're saying, descriptive wise, I'm I'm not that I couldn't go back to this video, but I'm memorializing it to see if it, it anything measures up here soon. Um, I um, I I think I. I think, I mean, as far as mental issues go, yeah, I mean, who doesn't have mental issues? Um, but I mean, I, <laughs> I, I think I, we've, we've seen that before. You know, she's, she's young, uh, maybe her first love. Um, they're having some tough times. They're cooped up in a van. They're across country. They're far away from home. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, that's definitely a tough situation. Um, you know, going cross country with somebody, that, that can make or break a relationship. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But I, I, yeah, I I think, I think maybe there was some, uh, some drugs involved earlier. Um, Maybe some marijuana. Um, 
But I, I think right now she's off of that. I think I think she's just walking down the street absolutely exhausted. So we, uh, when you watch the video, the body cam footage, I would say the boyfriend is not behaving normally. He's exerting signs of nervousness, yes, right? And anytime you're pulled over by the the police, anyone that's been pulled over by the police is is going to show signs of heightened anxiety, right? Especially, and I'm just going to say this: yeah. if you're being asked to get out of a car, you're just involved in a domestic situation in which you have visible marks on you. Um, at that point, your mind's going a million miles per hour. You have you think now you're even thinking about that. You you are at that point because now you've got you know. Before you know it, you're kind of overwhelmed by that officer presence where you have, you know, I think I counted four or five police officers yeah. in that area for one stop where they were arguing. Different she, agencies. Different agencies, right? I, I saw a couple different agencies there. So so you're going to have that dynamic, which is is going to make somebody nervous, make somebody stutter a little bit, uh, you know, make them seem a little bit off. Now, body cam footage, unfortunately, does not show what the officer's perspective are and what I'm talking about is specifically for the 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 little nuanced muscle movements that you can't see. You can't see if he's tensing up. You can't see if his eyes are uh, if his eyes are jittering back and forth. You can't see you know his pupil dilation from the the camera footage. At at some point, they did ask him if he was on any drugs. Yes. Uh, at that point, uh, when he started to answer, that that was redacted. Uh, the auto is redacted. Uh, so I, I don't know what he said. Yeah, he was asked if either of them was, were taking Correct. Any medications. Yeah. So we don't know if there are any drugs involved uh, because at that point, I believe uh, how the the video footage is released in that state, the law is you that would probably be a HIPAA violation sure. to to put out if they stated they were on any medications. Right. So as I was going, you know, I just thought he wasn't behave even being pulled over by a police officer. I thought he showed exerted more nervousness than than normal and obviously she was uncontrollable i mean like hysteric sure hysterical. i mean regardless what your thought process is they were apprehended for lack of a better terms in the height of probably one of their worst moments where they their anxieties both were through the roof right right so with that being said i think i understand it more i've seen it Mm-hmm. where you know a stressful situation can make a reasonable person very unreasonable pretty pretty darn quickly right oh yeah i took that one from you didn't i jen i'm sorry i said i think i took that from you you were talking and i and i and i interrupted you oh no no <laughs> that's, that's fine that's fine right. I'm, I'm just trying to concentrate and see what i'm getting and i just I just think she's she's walking on a dirt road, um, just absolutely exhausted, frustrated. I think there was a fight. I I agree with Jerry when, you know, she's like, "Let me out of the car! Let me out of the car right now! Right here! Let me out of the car!" And um, she, he pulls over. She gets out, and he takes off. And I, you know, I, I think. I think they both weren't thinking about you know, what was going to happen after that. So <laughs> there have been some some huge news articles to come out in, in recent in the last two days, and Mike and I have had a chance to read them. And so, Mike, go ahead and, and lay your framework of, of what you think. All right, has happened. So, so where I'm going with this ultimately is uh, unfortunately i i don't think the the end result is as as rosy as uh respectfully uh you guys do i think unfortunately she has passed and my theory on this and once again those that are watching this is my opinion alone right now i still have vetting to do on this right now it's a theory theories evolve uh this is not factual so i want to preface it with that, because right. I'm going to continue to delve into this and try to get back up for this, this theory. So ultimately we're going to start, I think that the most simplistic uh, st- spark, uh, spot to start is on August 12th after they get pulled over. What do we know after August 12th or happened on August 12th, they get pulled over. There was visible signs of a struggle on both parties. 
Uh, Gabby was considered the aggressor. For whatever reason, she was not arrested at that point. A police officer gave Brian a ride to a hotel, actually helped set him up with a hotel room. Which is above and beyond. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Gabby was allowed to leave in the van. They had to say st- stay separated for an amount of hours. I don't know exactly what it was normally out here. It's 48 hours. I don't know what the law is out there, but they had to say st- uh, separated, a cooling down period per se. Then we're going to go to the last, the next message that came out or, you know, obvious sign of Gabby alive was on August 25th when they were in Grand, Grand Tinton. Uh, oh, the Grand Teton. Yeah. Grand Teton in uh, Wyoming. That was the last time they were uh, known to be alive or she was known to be alive. We're going to go a little bit farther to August 30th, August 30th was a text message that Gabby's mom received from Gabby's phone, which said, no service in Yellowstone. I'm going to preface that and say that uh, she had went several days, I think eight or nine days without contacting mom, and that's not normal. Also, we don't know exactly what was texted, but if that's all that was texted, that and it's your mom, that's not normal. Correct. So having said that, that was August 30th, no other messages or phone calls uh, since then. September 1st, Brian arrives back at his residence in North Point, Florida. So we're going to go just specifically from the last point of contact that we know that we can verify the couple was at, which was in Wyoming. So Wyoming to North Point, Florida is about 2,500 miles, we'll call it. The van that he was driving was a 2012 uh, Sprinter van. That Sprinter van, I did a little bit of research, averages about 27 miles a gallon, has a 15.5 gallon gas tank. So just on face value alone, it's going to take at least six refills to get to Florida, depending on which route you take. Uh, but we're going to just use the law of averages here. So it's going to take six fueling stops to get there. I suspect that these are things it, that nobody's thinking about. Right. I suspect that it took three days realistically to get from Wyoming to Florida. You know, they have to stop and sleep and whatnot. The reason this is important to me is that he arrived in Florida September 1st. The last text message was on August 30th, which would mean if she was with him, they would have been well on on their way to Florida. More than halfway. More than halfway. And, uh, excuse me, I lost my train of thought, more than halfway to Florida before she sent that text message, which would lead me to believe because there's no way he's sending that text message on the 30th. I don't think she's sending that text message on the 30th saying, oh, I was in Yellowstone not reaching out to mom and dad prior to that. Because it makes sense to me. He's now got her phone. He's sending that text message out to kind of buy some time because he's only... 20 hours away from home. And so it kind of throws off that sense a little bit. Well, I, I don't know. And th- this is where the, the, the police investigations where we don't know uh, are, are going to come in. They're going to ping the phones. They're going to do the, uh, they're going to go in and, and pull subpoenas for all phone records. They're going to see what data towers uh, that text was sent from. Probably try to get as many gas stations along the way. Well, but there, there's video. so many routes, right? right. And it, it, from all for all intents and purposes, they seemed. Although I believe that the family may not be def- necessarily affluent, they may they may have some. You hear that? What's that? Some some weird shit coming through. Oh, are are you guys channeling anything supernatural? What is Randy's headphones. Okay. Sorry. All right. He, he's fine now. Right. Um, so that was weird. So I, while I don't think the, the family is affluent or necessarily, you know, 
crazy affluent, I, I don't think they're hurting for money. But I also think that maybe Gabby and Brian have have chose that transitory life, right? Uh, obviously, they're starting to vlog. I'm going to pause you real quick because I see some comments on here. Sure. Uh, Daniel, I'm not sure what it means. She says, sounds stupid. I believe your theory more than what they're saying. There's so, there's more to this theory that is going to give you a, an aha moment. So Hank, stay with us. Stay with us. All right. Sorry. All right. So once again, and I, I, I apologize. I digress a little bit. So ultimately the, he arrives on, on back in Florida on the, the, the first. So my working theory at this point is she's not with him, right? She's, he used the phone, probably threw the phone out the window, hope it broke or he smashed the phone or, or, or whatnot on, on his travels. So whether, whether my, the, the viewing audience agrees or not that everyone, like I said, it, 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 this is opinion right now where I found it very interesting so I was going to say, how did we get there? Right. What's the missing, what's the meat of it? The, the missing link is Crystal Turner and Kylene uh, Schultz. What most people don't know about Crystal Turner and Kylene Schultz, they were both murdered, found in a wooded area in Moab. Uh, they were last seen on the 13th. Where were... Which is one day after... Gabby and her boyfriend were, were stopped, stopped in, Moab, by police. in Moab on the 13th. The next nexus that, that I found, once again, I have to vet this and I'm going to vet this because this is a critical piece of this puzzle and this theory is that Gabby and Brian were stopped outside of a co-op and a witness from the co-op is who called the police on them. What's a co-op? A co-op is a pl- essentially kind of like a food? Kitchen? Yeah, a, a food, food co-op, uh, food from, co-op, from what I understand. From what I found, and once again, it has to be vetted, is that Kylene worked at that co-op. And Kylene may have been a witness to this initial event. So as honest... The initial physical abuse. The initial, exactly. Right. The initial physical abuse. We don't know if they intervened to stop it before police got involved and then they took off down the road. So it, it, it's a very interesting nexus because Moab, I, I suspect there's not, it's not a high crime area. And for, for these two instances to happen so close together, uh, Jen and Jerry, we talked about on, on the last... Uh, podcast with you guys about coincidences sometimes that if, it, if it's too good to be true sometimes it's just not a coincidence right the 2019 population by the way of, of the moab area and utah is 5,268 people okay just to so, put that in perspective yeah so yeah, that's what, a what, tiny tiny what's the, the crime rate in in moab oh man just type, type in crime statistics i bet you it's, it's pretty darn safe um <laughs> Hello. Uh oh. Was that your phone? That that was amazing, whatever that sound was. All right. So what do you guys think of that? Uh while Randy's looking that up, Je- Jenna Jerry, what do you guys think of that? I I don't feel that there's a connection. I don't either. I, I, okay. I feel I think it's a coincidence, but I don't feel like they're related in any way. Okay. Okay. I respect that. So to answer your question. Yes. At 785 incidents for every 100,000 people, the violent crime rate in Moab is well above the national violent crime rate of 379 offenses per 100,000 people. Yeah, uh, that's an interesting statistic. They had, they've only got 5,000 people, though. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, how do you come up with those numbers, but uh, they had 42 violent crimes in 2019. 42. Yeah. Okay. And now you had a, a potential aggravated assault. And two homicides within the same right day, two days, a couple days, a couple days. Yeah. All right. So, so, all right. So no connection. So are you guys getting any feeling on from the, the, the two that, that were murdered? We know they were gunshot victims that, that, that were found. Did you get any semblance? Of, so you're not getting a relation at all to that. I'm not getting a relation at all. Um, but what I what I am 
thinking, and in a way, I really hope I'm wrong in this, is that I am thinking that there is a unidentified serial killer out there who maybe is transient going from place to place. And um, the two that got murdered were at the wrong place at the wrong time. Again, I hope I'm wrong because I don't want to know that there's a, a serial murderer out there. Um, sure, th th that's interesting. Uh, wh what tough, and, I, and I'm not trying to downplay this at all, but what tough luck would that have been for Gabby to have gotten an altercation in Moab you know, and, and things can happen. I, I've seen some weird, excuse my language, I've seen some weird shit in my time. So I, it, it wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be astonished if that was just a coincidence. But for her to get in that situation, her be separated from her fiance because of a domestic violence situation. At that point, we don't know where she stayed at that night. We don't know if she went to the hotel room against the uh, police orders uh, where it's all assumption at this point, but let's, let, let's make the assumption. She stayed in her van that night. How did he get the van back? I think that's the missing link for me. He, you know, and, and he, he was, drove back. She left in the van after she left in the van and, and he got drove to the hotel and now he's got the van in, back in Florida. This is what I don't understand. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he, he's a parent. Maybe he's not a parent. But why on earth wouldn't you want the female to have an escort to a hotel instead of knowing this female is by herself? And I'm not saying she's not capable, but it's just a chivalrous thing to do. Uh, is that chivalrous, chivalrous yes, thing to yes. do? Um, instead, the officer tells her to take the van and she's going to sleep in a van in the middle of a desert but that van's set up that i know van... i get it set up but she's alone uh, sure um well, who was the aggressor well and... she was she was the aggressor, she was the aggressor but still uh, well he, here's here's the thing and, and i don't often monday morning quarterback but I, i'm going to say something and it and i have a lot of friends in, in, in law enforcement still and i have much respect for law enforcement but i need to say something had they done their job and not, and this is where I really think the officer friendly mentality could have potentially cost Gabby her life. And the reason that is, is in, in, uh, they're in Wyoming, correct? Yeah. Well, it was Utah. Utah. Wait, wait, yeah. No, where, no, it was it, when they got pulled over. Yeah. That was in Utah. Okay. Utah. Yeah. I'm sorry. So they're in Utah. Or, or wherever they got pulled over, uh, the, the police officer clearly said, much like Indiana and Illinois, that we are a zero tolerance state for domestic violence aggression, which means if we can determine a primary aggressor, you have to go. So the primary aggressor has to go to prison. You can come to the station and drop charges. That's going to be the next day. That's done for a reason, because when, when you're in those traumatic situations, and you love your, your husband, you love your, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, you're in those situations, you're going to say things to try to just remove the police from that situation because you think you can handle it yourself. There's a cool down reason for a reason, uh, or a cool, uh, cool, cool down mandate for a reason. So had the police stuck with their first instinct and just took her to jail for the night, she, yeah, it, it would have sucked. She would have had to stay in, in a lockup for 24 hours, but he would have, he could have came back with the van, dismissed the charges. Okay. Now we've got that cool down period. We might not be in this situation right now. And it was interesting because there was another officer on scene that was frustrated with officer friendly's take on, on what was happening. Sure. And I, maybe it's because he was first on the scene. He was in charge. Yeah. It was, it was his, it was his call. Right? So he gave, and, but when, when he told him what he was going to do, you can see in the video, he was frustrated. Right. And, and the, the reason that is, and, Believe me, I'm sure that officer is going through hell right now, uh, trying to think back what they could have done different. I I want to I want to just come out and say I think ultimately they had the best intentions for that. They they understood that they were traveling the country, 
that it was just the two of them. There was no family. So putting somebody in jail is probably not the most optimal. So it appeared they went out of their way to try to make this work where somebody didn't go to jail. However, I, I think the discretion in that law, there, there's a reason there's no discretion in domestic violence. So things like this potentially can't happen. My working theory potentially again is that as soon as they got done and he went to the hotel, she gets on the phone with him. He calls her, Hey, just come pick me up from the hotel motel. He, there's a paranoia. Obviously we know they were both, you know, their anxiety was on 10. No, the police might be watching. It's unrealistic expectation. Of course, a lot of people think that the police are watching them after an incident when the police just want to go back to the station and do their police report. And they're not going to think twice about this case again. But when it becomes about you, you start to get, get that theory going in oh, your yeah. mind, you know, that, that, that paranoia. So where do they know? Well, the, the only place they know is where they were really just stopped by the police or not far away from where they were stopped by the police is that co-op, which obviously wasn't that far of a walk for an avid hiker such as, as Brian. So, hey, just meet me at the co-op. So at that point, the van is at the co-op. Here comes Brian. Once again, this is going towards my theory, which I'm, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, we're just trying to connect that. Yeah, I'm just, right. you know, I'm, once again, uh, where uh, the, the, the female decedent is, is working, potentially either saw. Going uh, back to the, the previous murders. The, correct. The, the two, I'm, I'm trying to connect some dots yes, here. Just you so know, people who may saw, have just tuned in. You know, saw them talking. Once again, a heightened paranoia. Could be, you guys said drugs might be involved. Could be from, you know, potential... Uh, Exchange. Yes. The, the psilocybin mushroom was whatnot. They could be trying to do that, that journey experience where, but all, you know, that they're having a bad trip at this point. It could be who, but who no knows that, you know, there's too, too many theories out there with that. I ultimately think that Brian ended up, I'm going to, I'm going to really kind of paraphrase this right now, or give you more of a reader's digest version is that Brian ended up killing uh, the two ladies on that walking trail and that Gabby was a witness or assisted in some way, shape, or form. They start driving back. Gabby starts to have another episode where she's starting to freak out because the reality of what just happened set in. And one thing led to another, and Gabby lost her life. And I... Uh, go ahead. No, I, I'm going to piggyback off that because somebody said... Gabby has to hide because she's seen or knows something uh, if she is at all alive. That's what I feel. So going along with Mike's theory, what if Gabby was the one that pulled the trigger? The text came halfway through the trip. They were going to Florida. He could very, I mean, it's possible he could very well have dropped her off at a safe location with people she knows. Um, because she could have been the one because she was the aggressor in the relationship. Maybe she's the one. That, she took over the alpha role yeah. in, in the relationship. May, uh, potentially, I I just really have this strong feeling that. But you you even said Bonnie Clyde's, Clyde. Style. Well, yeah, it was you know it became a Bonnie and Clyde's uh, type. Uh, hey, we're, we're riding together, we're dying together. Uh, but at after that crime was over with for whatever the catalyst was for that crime, that it got overwhelming for her. And then she had to go. What he means by that is that she was physical freaking out with Brian. He couldn't take anymore. She was going to rat him out if he was the well, one that I, did I, it. I don't even want to say that it, it, the, the, it was the death was uh, on purpose. I want to say that there was another altercation okay. uh, due to a heightened anxiety where she's, she's, you know, oh my God, we're going to go to jail. Every squad car, they see every light they saw in their, their rearview mirror, like, oh my God, we're going to jail. And an altercation ensued much like that for, uh, that happened when they got pulled over and it went too far. I need you to be quiet. I need you to focus. A shake turns into a choke before you know it, your adrenaline's dumping. Sure. And, and now, unfortunately, Gabby's lifeless. So what I would ask is that if, if people know the location where, where Brian lives or wh where they had been, maybe look around. If you know their friends, maybe look in that area. That's what I would ask. Of what? I'm sorry. For her. 
No, I, I don't think it's that close. Um, well, I'm just saying, I'm just, that's sure. just my, well, let, let's face it. The, the, the police have canvassed that area. They have his van they're doing for what I I'm really interested to see what the forensics come back on that van. Cause they're, they're going to vacuum so, that van. They're going to, go what do you think? So the text message came somewhere halfway or farther. Mm-hmm. It was very short to mm-hmm. the point. So it was probably him. Where do you, where do no, you, we're assuming that we don't assuming, know the yeah, exact well, right. exchange, right? If that had happened, where do you think she is? If I had to, I think there's two scenarios to it. Okay. Honestly, I mean, honestly, if, if I had to throw it, because dart, again, this is going to be our, our part one, Mike's, this is Mike's jam right here. So he's going to be knee deep in, in this. We're going to come back with some good stuff. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm going to verify. I would say that realistically, He's looking you're, you're looking in Louisiana. I, w- so, I was kind of picking up like around Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Or Tennessee. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just looking at potential routes back. So, uh, the, but let's face it, they, they don't have. Let, let me let me finish yep. this, this uh, thought really quick. That. They don't have atlases at this point. So, uh, you know, anybody younger than than 40 years old is is using their, their phone. I don't think they make atlases any, anymore. So they're, they're relying on on their, their map quest, their ways and whatnot to, to uh, traverse the country at this point. They might have a GPS unit, but it's going to kind of keep them on the highway itself. So I was kind of looking for, for major highways um, to get back. So I wonder if they got his cell phone. You know what? It's very interesting. And I don't know if you heard this or not. Um, and, and I'd like to go back to the video and I'm going to review the video, but at 16 and uh, to our viewers that are watching uh, at 1640, give me a second, give me a second. Uh, it's, I'm going to start off here at 1647. Uh, and Oh, she did. No, say, I'm did. sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. At 1650 and 18 seconds they noticed Mark uh, uh, cuts on Mark's hand. And yes. he said, oh, yes. that's from a wire. So I caught that. And there was nothing ever brought up about that again. It was a very odd omission th- that he said. Um, and then secondly, he said at uh, 1658 and 54 seconds, he said, I don't have a phone. I thought she said he's bad at charging his phone and she asked but, the cops. Well, no, no. But he said, I don't have a phone. Yeah, and I so caught that. Lying. Exactly. I caught that, that he ah. said, he told the officer he did not have a phone. And she said, can you please tell him to take the charger? Cause he's bad at charging his phone. Correct. So j- just some, some things I caught up that would just be indicative of, of, of some sort of whether intentional deception or just nervous deception. There, there's obviously they're two distinct different things, right? Damn. And what wire? What a wire. Right. Okay, so I, I do want to say before people start freaking out, uh, the the two ladies that were murdered were murdered by gun, and their gunshots were to the chest and to the back and the side. Right, but they were found uh partially stripped down uh from the waist down. So just saying there's no wire marks. Just just because it's well, no, uh, well, no cause of death is is gunshot. Yeah, right. There hasn't been the autopsy released to see if there's any defensive wounds, right? Just because I have a wire and I've got a cut from wire doesn't mean I wasn't strangling you with a wire. And just saying. And before I forget to get back to Jen, she said, you know, she had a feeling there's a serial killer out there. There is an article saying that they had in, the the two ladies that were murdered together, they had encountered a, a very odd individual at a bar, and they had sent somebody a message oh that was at a uh, woody's tavern in moab okay That's so you, they, do you have that written down yeah I've okay got i didn't just make that up well no i know but do you have <laughs> the message that they sent something like you know this might i that was on uh they were last seen on august 13th at woody's tavern uh i i did make a note that there was a a, a weird and, and it was in quotes a, a weird looking individual around their campsites yeah Yeah, I, I I think there's like somebody. Um, I think as far as those two uh, who were murdered, uh, I think it was um, 
somebody kind of in the woods uh, looking to do something like that. Give me a description. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't have one. <laughs> okay. Uh, are, are, and I'm very interested in this is uh, you, you, you've got the feeling that it, so are you feeling like you're being watched you're in danger is that the feeling you're getting I don't want to put words into your mouth so kind of describe to me what what you're you're feeling right now as it relates to those two victims true vic those are the, the two true victims um I was just getting that to go back for a second moment. Um, that they were that they were just walking. Um, I think they may have like they were walking like in like a somewhat of a wooded area, um, but in a trail. You said that they were found in, on a trail, right? They were hiking or something. They were they were camping. You said that, right? Yes, very close to their campsite. Very close to the camp. Yeah, I, I think it was just somebody kind of lurking in the woods. I kind of feel like I see a man, um, white, but I'm not seeing a, a gun. I, I see, I, I get the feeling more of like a knife. Um, even though, you know, I, I, I understand there was a gun used. Sure. Um, and I think he was just kind of like, I think he's kind of like a creep, like a creeper, and just kind of like lurking in the woods, just kind of, you know, needing effects. Okay. Jerry, what are you getting? So, to answer uh, uh, Mike's question, like, how, what sensations I get when I get these sensations, like, I get like, um, um, I don't get visions, but I get like, just like, what I would describe as an, as an essence, um, like something I just, uh, I just feel like I see like a, like a, uh, like, like, I don't know, I can't describe it. It's just a, it's just a, like, like a sensation. Like, like I feel some of the emotion that feels some of the, some of the essences that I don't see in movie, but I gotta, cause I see like, I gotta kind of piece together my own verbal way. Okay. The, energies that I that I that I pick up on but as far as um I don't pick up anything with a with a with a uh the two ladies that were that were murdered other than that that they're not connected to to the uh to the, what we were initially discussing okay um, so so get, give me your feeling on what if you're tapping into to Gabby's energy right now. You've obviously seen a picture of her. If you can concentrate hard on the tapping into that energy source that, that that's out there, what do you feel? I mean, she was a she's a kid and like like she does things impulsively without thinking it through. Um, I mean she she attacked she attacked Brian without thinking this could be the end of our relationship. This is my fiance, and Brian's just like, this has been going on going for a long time. It's not worth it. So he's like, I do feel that they got once the police left, she went back to she was in the van. She, they called each other, like, uh, and, and okay, you know what? Let's this is over now. Let's just get together. We don't want to go to like, we don't want to make it any worse. Let's just we're good. And a lot of times, like, in these, these, uh, these abusive uh, relationships, like, it takes two to tangle because they keep on trying to make it work. They're trying to force it, force it, but, like, they're not getting along. So, so they're, uh, um, it just, they, they went off together and just things, things continue to get worse. And Brian, Brian Plain said, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. She said, just leave me here. I'm out of here. Like, I'll take care of myself. I'm, I can do this. And, and Brian's like, dude, dude, I, I don't want the police, the police have already been involved. I don't want to get blamed for anything. I'm already we already got away with like skin of our teeth. It's like, I'm gonna let you be. I'm gonna go my way. Um I see something like more like that. Like that, it's like and <laughs> sure. No, I, I I get it. And I I 
I really want to thank you guys for your insight uh, in this. Uh, I truly believe, or I truly want to believe that that your feelings uh, are correct and that my theory is wrong. Uh, your your feelings and, and your, your your energy that you're garnering is is the best case scenario, right? And and with that being said, uh, we're going to keep this episode uh, relatively short uh, as we uh, gain more information and we yeah. search for more information. I had a theory too, but I'm not going to say because Mike's is so well structured and for what he has vetted. I had a I had a completely di- different feeling from that video, uh, from the body cam video, but maybe the next episode I'll talk about it. Mike Mike didn't like it. Yeah, so he didn't like it. Well, I, it's not that I didn't like it. I just once again we have different yeah. uh, opinions. I went it. with intuition. Mike went with the 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 eyes of a police officer. So, Jen and Jerry. We, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Uh, you guys are always welcome on the show as we continue. Uh, obviously, you, you have our off-camera uh, contact information. Please, please, if you get any feelings about any of these cases, they're both unsolved right now. And if we can help out the families of either of these, please, please, uh, we'll tender it to uh, whatever authority will listen to us. And I'm going to continue to delve on my end. Randy's yep. going to continue on his end. Uh, if anybody's listening, uh, please send us any information you have, any questions, uh, any boots on the ground in that area, uh, whether it be Utah or Wyoming, wherever they're looking. If you guys could send us information, that'd be great. Uh, we'll, and we'll have part two probably yeah. maybe next week or the week after. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm, I'm I'm still thinking Louisiana's the place to look. And uh, Jen, you're, you're getting the feeling of uh, Georgia area, right? She said um, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, I was thinking like the Kentucky area. Okay. Um, I know Tennessee is right below that, but that, that, I, I, that's what I was thinking, that, that kind of area. Somewhere that is kind of dry. Well, if she is still alive. And she's watching the Hall of Mirrors podcast. Well, no, please, but if please. she's if she's still alive, I I can't imagine her wanting to be away from him. Uh, just even though that they're they're very um, well, they're going through a rough time and, and they're going through those growing pains and they're fighting. Uh, so I have a feeling she's she's in, if she's alive, she's in Florida with him somewhere, somewhere close. That's my thought. Well, I, I, I hope she's we will, alive. I hope she's stay alive. Stay tuned. We're all going to. And stay tuned because the, the next episode, I'm going to go into why uh, Mr. Brian uh, lawyered up. So, oh, that's quickly. Another, no, 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 no. It's going to take too long. No, so, no, 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 no. I'm saying he lawyered up quickly. Oh, yes. He did lawyer up quickly. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give the reason for that yeah. <laughs> shortly. So, uh, so thank you guys again for joining us. Thank everybody for watching us here. And uh, just stay tuned. We're going to keep this updated. We're going to keep this series going until uh, we can get some closure on this. Yep. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.